Hello, hello, and welcome to another edition of Ladies Night. I am one of your hosts, Nick, and I'm here with my girls and co-hosts. Shannon, Mary, Tawana. And y'all, we have a really good lineup for you guys tonight. Uh, we're going to start first with our highs and our lows, and it's just a little check-in about the things that have been going on with us since the last time we all got together. And we'll start with Mary. Okay, so I actually got two highs because it was my birthday the other day. So Happy that was birthday. a high. Thank you. Thank you. And then um, I made a post the other day, but I didn't really go into details, but I'm relaunching my business. So that's going to be another high that's coming clapper, around. So, <laughs> so I'm doing that. Now, a low, I would have to say. Okay, I had one I was going to really talk about, but I'm going to skip to something else. With going on with the politics right now, Donald Trump is really irritating me with this wall. And I just realized, like, it was, I just, I didn't think about it because I knew my friend worked for the government. But the other day when I talked to her, I really know now how this is impacting even folks I know. Like, Mm -hmm. then they were talking about with the tax returns might be a little more delayed. That's definitely a low. Because I need my corn. Everybody's so, a girl. Yeah. That's definitely a low since the last time we met. So that's mine. All right. Well, I'll jump in with the high low. Uh, this is Net again. And um, first, my high, uh, my little baby. She's not really a little baby. She's a teenager. But this semester, she started at a... Uh, kind of new school. I mean, it's new to her even though it's kind of part of the curriculum of her being a part of the art program down there where she goes to school. And she was extremely anxious about you know, going and being the new student again because Mm -hmm. she was one of the only ones who were going to be in her classes and things like that. And, you know, anxiety in our students is a big deal. But I was so happy when she called me and said you know what? I'm going to really like it there. My classes are going to be real smooth. And I'm looking forward to branching out and not just talking to the other students who goes to the art schools, but the students who are actually a part of that public school yeah. district as well. So that was a high for me just to see how much she has grown from, you know, being this timid girl unsure of herself mm-hmm. to just like, you know, yeah, I'm going to tackle this. That was That's a big... Cool. I was like, look at my little soldier. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, and of course, a low for me. Um, even though I've been through this before, it sucks to have to keep going through it. And it's the realization that I probably need to cut my hair off off. Because oh. it's definitely shedding way more than I would like to the point of thinning in certain areas and that sucks but so that's definitely a low for me okay anybody else want to low it well uh, this is Shannon and uh, high for me right now is um, I started a new job like back in November and it's been kind of stressful getting to learn everything and 
get acclimated. But this the first week since I started that I've had a good week at work where I wasn't frustrated and getting to know the systems and really working through everything that I'm learning. And so, um, a low is the crime in our city. Uh, we're only 18 days in and we've already had 12 murders oh. four in one day, which was Wednesday, I think. And that's just something to think about. And it's just like, where do we go from here? Um, we can always blame the police. We can blame the mayor. We can blame the governor. But at the end of the day, they can't be everywhere at mm -hmm. one time. Until these people's heart change and their mindset change, we're going to always have the same issues with uh, gun happy. What happened to boxing it out, fighting it out, and then being friends well, the next day? Nobody know how to fight. Yeah, that's right. Don't nobody know how to fight these days. <laughs> they don't know how to fight no more. I'm going to shoot you. That's exactly. definitely the problem. Okay. Um, I guess a half of me, um, I, I think you guys know I've been letting my brows grow back for the last okay. month. <laughs> and so I, I was actually hey, getting a wax today. Okay. Yes, yes. So that's a high. When my brows are straight, I'm straight. So um, that's definitely it's definitely a good night. Okay. Um, I guess the low would be that I've been on this lifestyle change, you know, mm. for a week or two or something. But I ate ate a baconate on my way over here, <laughs> and it was delicious. Oh, so uh, <laughs> I'll get back on track tomorrow. So. <laughs> That's all I have right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, Extra ketchup. Good. Yeah, well, thanks for sharing, ladies. <laughs> all, right, all, right. all right. And um, we're going to go ahead and move into our first topic. And we're going to kind of keep it light and fun. And we're going to start with shooting your shot. And it's kind of a two-part topic. One, how should women shoot their shot? And the other part is what is acceptable from men when they are shooting their shots. Okay. Nice. And uh, just to kind of open that up, of course, there's a, you know, there's a little bit of an age difference amongst our group with Miss mm -hmm. Mary being the young buck, the young Padwan. Mm. But uh, things are definitely different from when we were kind of, you know, youngsters out there to what's happening now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, daggone, are there going to be marriages and relationships <laughs> in the future? It don't seem or is there, like it. going to be situationships? It's, yeah. Yes. It <laughs> seems like that's what people want these yeah. days. Like, like, the guys I encounter just want situationships where it's just, I'm going to talk to you. I'm single, but you date me. But don't you fool with nobody else because then it'll be cheating on me. But I'm a fool with this person, but that ain't none of your business because what we got between us. It's like it, the con the country, you know, it just it's just all over the place. And going back to the topic at hand, I don't know how to shoot my shot personally. Like, I don't. You don't initiate conversation? No. Mm -mm. Like, not even a, hey, how you doing? I might. Mm -hmm. That's a nice. I might go like that. Like, mm. you're, a you're, smile. You're, you're, you're like, a smile is not shooting your shot. I'm like, you know, <laughs> I mean, I guess it's her saying she's open. Right, that's me saying, "Hey, you can come talk to me if you want." <laughs> By smiling, yeah. yeah. I mean, because it's some probably like some things are wrong with you just doing it. But I mean, I'm gonna smile and keep. <laughs> I'm gonna keep moving on. But that's your invitation. Like, come say hey. Hold up, but do it be like a smile and uh, like a quick passing. 
they keep going smile or it might like, be it might be like no it might be like a, i'm gonna catch your eye type of thing and i'm gonna smile and i'm gonna move on by my business well i don't i've never just shot my oh, are you scared or you think are you scared of the response that you're gonna get or are you just not sure of yourself I just don't know how to approach the situation. I don't know how to. I mean, I can go up and say, "Hey, how you doing?" But then I'm like, "Wow." Well, after that, I'm. Like, from what I hear, no, because I'm not on the market, but I do hear things. From what I hear, I think the guys like to be approached. Like again, anxiety is so big, and I'm these these see, new guys. They have so much anxiety. That I've even heard that like guys like it when the pressure is taken off of them to, you know, be approached by a woman. Yeah. You know, they, and I think they like the same things you like. You know, you know I was noticing you, your hairline is real crispy. You know, mm. that beard is real Just full. give them a few compliments. <laughs> we were just all agreeing. Uh, sorry, guys. We had some technical difficulties for a moment, but we're just going to pick up the conversation. Um... And we were all just basically agreeing that one way that women can shoot their shots with men is to, you know, start with complimenting them. They're humans. We compliment each other. You know, yeah. compliment them. You know, nice shoes. You know, I like how you put your ensemble together. And you see, know, if you I want to go a little questions. extra harder, you know, that walk is doing something. I've seen some guys <laughs> with some nice walk. Okay, but I have a question about approaching the guy. I know some guys like like you said, the pressure off of them by being approached by women. But then sometimes they say if you approach the guy, it's like he don't have to do the chase factor by me approaching him. Is that still the same? Because a guy's... Cause, the natural inclination is supposed to be that men like to Right, and I, and I get... I go back and forth with that because I want to go after... If I, want, if I see somebody I'm interested in, I may want to go after them, but then it's like, well... Why he don't want to go after me? Is he supposed to come after me, well, or I can I go that, after him? I don't think yeah. you're supposed to stay in pursuit. You're just supposed to. You're doing just enough to let him know, like, hey, I'm open and I'm interested. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Maybe that's why I don't know if I do that. I don't know where to cut it off at, because I'll still be. Well, I said you can start initiate by speaking. Stuff. You know, you can start by speaking, or you know, you smell nice. Well, I mean, oh, something, yes. something, something as as simple as that. Or if you see him out of the restaurant, uh, hell, what are you having? I don't know. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, you know, kind of people are like what he's drinking. Like she said, like if you're at a restaurant or a bar, just say, you know, just you want another one of those? And kind of, oh, I ain't buying no dude no drink. I don't know unless it's his birthday. That's just me, though. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's what I'm saying. I need the but rules for this because I don't know. Because that could be, that could work. You know, I mean, everybody's just different. And I probably would be like, okay, you know, what, excuse me, what is that you're drinking? It looks delicious. Mm -hmm. You know, so just to start a conversation. A conversation. Okay. Right. Yeah. You know, and then it's just like, okay, let's fill out the conversation. If you're looking like, uh, get out my face. Okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, so, I mean, you don't have to just you know it doesn't have to be too much mm -hmm. i'm not saying walk to somebody and say hey i like the way you look let me have your number i'm not saying that okay but you know just speaking and saying you know what i just gotta become you know, more or do something i don't know why I, I could imagine my youngest doing this when she gets older because she is extremely arrogant like wow i could see her saying hey i like the way you look you should you should ask me for my number <laughs> 
You should ask me for my number. Yeah, you should oh, try well. to get to know me. No, I have actually said that. Yeah. Before, like, yeah, I think I'm somebody you want to know. Okay, okay. I like that. Yeah. I mean, because it's it's I don't know. It's a game. It's a dance. It's a flow. Okay. You know, I've just been out the game for a while. Yeah. But I'd probably be real sad if I was in it. You you would, would be, you honey. Because they don't it's know how sad to, out here. I don't know. It's like men aren't teaching. The boys, how to do this no more? Hell, the boys ain't teaching the boys. That's what it is. They don't know. (laughs) It's boys and boys out here. It's not that many men. The 50 cents on many men, the men went away. There ain't no many men out here. Like that mean said, when a new batch of men coming out, I need to stay. She was dried out. 2019, we still got the same old men from 06. Doing the tenure challenge, but it's it's like that post that the post I had about Ruth and Boaz Mm -hmm. too. Like a lot of people don't acknowledge the fact that Ruth put herself in position for Boaz to see her and go after Mm -hmm. her. Like her mother in law, ex mother in law, whatever the lady was to her, was telling her like game, like putting on game, telling her you need to smell good, you need to look good, and go and be where he be so he could see you and want to. I be trying to do that sometimes. Like when I do go out, I rarely get approached when the ooh, and when I do, ooh. They have two teeth. Yes. Yeah. It be like the special needs cousin coming to play. Yeah. Literally wow. at 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 M when I last went to M I forgot what it was homecoming or something. I was going on. I was at M and I'm standing in the back in the tent part they have, like the overflow, yeah. waiting on my friend. And dude approached me. I swear he was in special needs. He, do, I mean, and, and then uh, because he don't know the feet. And then it's like his cousin or somebody sent mm. him to do. Cause they at the table back there looking, mm. laughing. He walked back to the table once I shot him down. They laugh. So I don't know if they sent him to do. Why? Why you do that to me? <laughs> like, I know I'm just standing here waiting on somebody, but I'm not, probably, I didn't want that. Because he was probably telling them he liked you. Oh, yeah. man, she but they should like look. This. She fine. Man, no, don't talk to her. no, don't do that. <laughs> then I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, and I'm like, God, what is it with me? <laughs> what? There's nothing to say you attract what you are, what you need. God, am I special needs? Am, no, I no. have special needs. That's what the hell it is. I have some special needs. Maybe a special needs person. But I need, need, the, need the kind of strength that you have. You maybe so. He but I need to get in, like, Ruth, get in position. I need to know how to shoot my shot. Well, definitely. Look, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm, I'm not saying... M bar is a bad place to go, but that ain't it. Definitely got to uh, you got open to, your mind about yeah. other locations and places. Yeah, I'm, I'm, but, go to bookstores. But where? I was just. But where? Okay. Barnes, you know, this is yeah. Bookstore. I'm always in Kroger. Like where you at, boo? Yeah. Not Kroger. Walmart. You know? No Walmart. No. I'm in Target, baby. Where you at? They don't be in there. The bookstore, library. Go to like these little, these little different kind of events. Like I be seeing them or whatever, but you know, I be feeling like, you know, my group of people wouldn't really be interested in that. But like the, um, there's this thing called funny for the free. I've been seeing that popping up. Never heard of such. It's a, it's a comedy show that, um, they do like once a month. Comedian does with a bunch of other local comedians. I like to go to that. And it's down 
you know, down, what is that, in like Fondren? Fondren. Yeah, it'd be at Doolin Hall. Oh, oh well, the one I seen was at Offbeat, the, okay. record, the record store, something yeah. like you, that. And you know what? That would be, that would be good. Mm-hmm. see, you can laugh even when it's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yes. Right there. Crazy. Be kind of make a cute face. Well, yeah. You know, and, and, and then another I thing, like though, you know, so like just going back to what you were saying about, you know, like how you shoot your shot or whatever, yeah. and how the type of people that approach you when you were rejecting them, hopefully you weren't doing it in a manner. Oh no, no. That no. was because yeah. I think that was another thing. Like when we were talking about the second part, what is acceptable for men mm-hmm. when they're shooting their shot. I think a lot of the times men are hesitant because these women today, they act like they got groupies. Mm-hmm. You know, if a man tries to holler at you or compliment you or wants to buy you a drink, you you act like he's bothering you or, you know, like, why are you in my face? Yeah. Right. And I don't know if these men can't decipher between women who act like that versus more down-to-earth women, so they just don't shoot their shots at all. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, but, yeah. I mean, as long as a person, a, a man is being respectful, you know, like, I personally am not big on pulling on me. hmm But, like... Yeah, you and can, don't you get can, too touchy-feely. And, and, yeah, I was about to say, yeah. and that, especially in this Me Too day and age. Right. right. Me too, sir, me too. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be patting me on my but back. But you know, a lot of them are even using that as an excuse. You know, like yeah. every time they they act like you know, every time a woman, uh, a man touches a woman, they brush your hand. Oh, it's sexual harassment. Right. You know, so I don't know. Um, but as long as they're being respectful, like don't do anything to me that you wouldn't want somebody to do to your sister, or your yeah. mother. Right. And I, and I definitely or your agree grandmother, because grandmothers are younger, so they still right. out here. Yeah, I'll see Bernice out here. <laughs> but the grand is getting it. Right. See, that's a very good point, Ned. And I agree completely. Um, but I think we're a, a lot of women so quick to call a guy thirsty. Mm-hmm. You know, so they, you know, I don't want to seem thirsty. But they're talking so. about where all the real men at. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He was thirsty. in your inbox trying to drink your water. Exactly. You oh, man. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's man. very true. That's very true. <laughs> yeah. But then I also, like Tawana was saying, I also think about like how, and to me, this just is from, from my experiences. Is that guys and some guys out here know how how limited supply it is of good guys mm-hmm. that they take advantage and they don't talk, really have to step yeah, up and they don't do much. They don't. If I shoot my shot, it's gonna be like, oh, you just know when I'm gonna add to the roster. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't feel they need to chase because but they got Sally Sue and Jess over here well, that's gonna what? pursue I think too. Women are gonna have to start changing their minds about things. Maybe you need to start messing with Sally Sue and Jess. Okay, then. Oh, I need to be gay? Not really. I'm saying, oh, I need to switch to being gay? No, look, <laughs> not really being gay. But, so I mean, be with it's you. just one of them things, just like, hey, you think you're going to play me with all these other girls? I'm playing you with them same girls. And oh. now your girlfriend is my girlfriend. Oh, okay. <laughs> Miss, Miss is still your girl. <laughs> <laughs> the remix to Trey Song. I don't know about that. No, but I'm just saying, though. It, 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 it's like you either. It, it's almost like that meme is saying, um, and I hate to keep referencing memes because I really. Think I mean, but they be so about getting advice so from memes. This particular one was like on point. Yeah, women will go through hell and high water making a man better for another woman. Oh, yeah. And in the meantime, hands raise emotion. 
Yes. You know, you losing parts. When it's just not worth your time. Hell be more open-minded. When I say be more like him, though, be more open-minded, okay? You might have Sally Sue and all these other old names you done pulled up <laughs> off the farm. Sally Sue and Jess. But, uh, <laughs> but I can have Derek, Ken, mm-hmm. Ramel. Tyron. I can play around too, yeah. but see, then it comes that that stuff about just you being a hoe. No, 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 I was just gonna I'm say gonna be a hoe. But see, I don't even know I'm how to be a, a hoe. I'm not saying sure. you got to. Say I mean, I'm just. Hoe. You don't have to be a hoe. Just date, and you saying you don't know how the same way you schedule everything else you got in your life. I really do, huh? Just put, yeah, them, on the put them on the calendar. Mm. You take Add me to out the Thursday, okay? Let me write you down. Thursday. <laughs> Thursday, 630. Put an asterisk by his put, name. Look, let me put you in my uh phone. Put you on my calendar. I mean, girl, y'all I, better get I really am, but I'm, I'm trying to be more open in terms of dating. But I've just, I don't know. I've never been able to just date yeah. multiple people at one time. And I know dating is dating. It, it doesn't mean sex. But I just don't entertain a lot of people. But a times. lot of guys too these days think they need sex. So right. It's just the not Netflix and chill. It is not enough. No, we're not going to do that. Don't you dare. We are. <laughs> that was a pause. Don't, don't you dare, dare ask me to Netflix and chill. Boy, come over here so I can slap you and send you back home. <laughs> but, um, no, I'm just saying, like, with the, um, you know, the, the way these dudes are moving, it's not enough to just simply say, oh, well, I can have any man I want. You got to show them. Man. They're visual creatures. Yeah. You got to show them you can have any man you want. And if that particular one that you want really wants you, he going to do what he got to do to lock you down. Step up. Yeah. Yeah, you know, but if you, give it, if you give them everything up front, it's like, they ain't got to do nothing else. I, I don't have to do any work. I don't have mm-hmm. to work for it. I mean, yeah. I had it. What else? What else? What's left? Thank I'm you. And it's all like, really all we are, all we end up being though, is a bunch of hurt people, hurting people. Yeah, and that's yeah. what I don't want to be. Like even through my situations, I, if I feel myself changing too much, I'm like, Mm-mm, I gotta change something about this or about me. I'm not, I'm not gonna change who I am because of somebody in a situation that mm-hmm. I had. You know, I still. And that's, I mean, that's that's day. that's like a good boundary to set. You know, because, I mean, otherwise, you, we already got people out here dealing with stuff like uh, mental health issues and stuff like that, that we, um, you know, we're dealing with as a community. And it's like, we're supposed to be here to help each other get through these things. Yes. Not tearing each other down, playing stupid dating games. Yes. You know? And then speaking of which, that kind of brings us to our next topic, which was regarding mental health. Mm-hmm. And basically, it's like, why is it so taboo? To admit that you have a mental health issue, especially in the black community. Like, with all this information that we have out there, stuff that we know, why are we still acting like we can't say, look, I'm dealing with this. Yeah. You know, my depression or my anxiety, it's not who I am, it's just a facet of my personality. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and why is that still so damn taboo after all these years? We didn't seen it. We we know you can't just say pray it away kind of right. thing. Right. Why are we still dealing with the taboo of it? Uh, probably because, you know, uh I'll say back in the day, you didn't hear about a lot of um 
uh, our grandparents say, hey, I'm going to counseling or I have to go and see a therapist. Right. You know, they'll say, hey, you better go in there and sit down. Exactly. You, you know, but then, and then that's another thing, too, though. They'll tell us to go sit down, but a lot of the times what I personally started to realize is I look back, my parent was dealing with her mm-hmm. own uh, mental health issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've seen depression and, 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 and not necessarily in the sense of sadness, just in like a lack of life. Yeah. You know, like you don't do things you used to seem to do. You know, you don't smile. You never seem like you ever have stuff like that. Yeah. You know, so they can't deal with our issues because they still hadn't figured out how to deal with their own. Yeah. Right. And I think that's another factor in it. Like Ned was saying, looking back on our family's past and how they dealt with stuff. Now, one thing I can say, my mom saw it before I did. So with my brother and I, she did suggest when we were going through certain situations, she started us with counseling pretty early on. So I was familiar with talking to an outside person if need be. Because my brother had to see a therapist, I had to see a therapist, and, and now I do still. But like I said, she had to see it in her family, her mom and dad, like the issues they took. And she was she didn't work in the health field, but she worked for Blue Cross, and they talked about that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's why she was so open to have me and my brother, you know, go through that kind of stuff. So what do you think, and, and of course I felt like this could be the biggest issue, it's just exposure and normalizing yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And, and not necessarily saying that like, okay, we want to normalize the mental health issue right. as opposed to let's normalize seeking help. Exactly. Sometimes mm-hmm. it becomes an issue bigger than a person can control because when it was something small, they didn't get the they help. Didn't seek help. Mm-hmm. Right? And see, and that's the thing with me, like, I feel like, you know, I'm not ashamed to say uh, it took me a while to, you know, to admit it, but I do have mental issues where a lot of days where I don't feel like getting up, I don't feel like dealing with anybody. I go into my shell, and I just feel like if I would have got help when I was growing up, mm-hmm. instead of my mom just saying, um, pray about it, or nothing ain't wrong, it's nothing wrong with you, you know, she didn't believe in going to the doctor and seeing what's wrong, or she didn't believe it was always go sit your mm-hmm. ASS down, or I'm going to beat it, you know, it's always, and I just feel like, like Ned said, looking at our parents, it was things that they was going through as well, because... A lot of things that she was going through, she took it out on me, my brother, whatever, or just the world. And mm-hmm. I just feel like it's a lot of things that I go through now that I feel like if it would have been handled when I was a teen or in my earlier life, I could be a better better than what I am right now trying to face it. Another thing I don't like about the taboo of the <clears throat> mental health, we make fun of it. We make, we make it uh, fun of somebody you know, being depressed, we make fun of, I hate to hear a female or a male say, I'm bipolar. When have you been diagnosed with being bipolar? Mm-hmm. Just because you have issues or you have mood swings, that don't mean you bipolar. Stop throwing that word around. Right. All the time. Well, see, that's where ignorance comes from. And, and ignorance doesn't mean that you're dumb or that you're stupid. It's a na- lack of knowledge. Yeah. So if someone lacks knowledge, you know, they say things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so that that's the that's the biggest thing. I think that if, like you said, Shannon, if we would educate ourselves more about mental illness, um, mental health, why it's so mm-hmm. important, then we wouldn't have as many issues as, as we have. And um, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. And that was it. 
I was just going to say, and really, to be honest with you, like, it's been a move, but in our community, we have to take advantage of it. Yeah. They have gotten to the point where mental health is kind of like with your um, preventative care. Like, that's how it should yeah. be looked at. You know, preventative. Yeah. How are you feeling? Check in with somebody. Go talk to somebody about, you know, even if it was just, hey, I had a bad week, you know, yes. it would really help if I could just get some things off my chest yeah. or if, um, you know, an incident occurred, just like my uh, little sister came in early in the morning because she works nights and she was just like, you know, this situation was going on at work and it had me so bad off. Like it really ruined my new year. And I'm just thinking to myself, you know, especially when she told me about it. I'm like, why would you be going back and forth into an environment feeling like that? Mm -hmm. You know, you could have been said something. You've allowed this situation, this one small situation, really affect how you felt about other things going on. You know, you didn't even get to enjoy your new year. You didn't get to enjoy being with family because you're thinking about this situation. And then that's like the snowball effect. It's something so small, but it can just pile on every little thing that's coming on you. And it's just added stress. And then it turns to anxiety. And, you know, let's start thinking about things more preventatively. I had a bad week. I could really use, you know, my services if you got services. And if you don't have services, God help you. I hope you have a friend you can talk to. Yeah. Yeah. And just like, look, you know, had a bad week. This kind of happened. Blah, blah, blah. I'm feeling like this about it. And hopefully it's a good friend. Yeah. You know, not somebody that's going to tell you, oh, girl, just pray about it. You know, not saying pray about it is bad information. Right. But, you know. Sometimes it it takes more than just, you have to do some work behind the prayer, too. You got to, you know, like a. Like we were saying, you have to maybe seek counseling or you said seek a friend. And sometimes if you're that friend that somebody is coming to, they might not necessarily want advice all the time. They might just want to hear themselves enough to process the thoughts, just talking it out sometime, allow somebody enough Mm -hmm. space to say, okay, hearing me say it out loud makes me think about this and this, and I can kind of put it into better perspective. So as as I had to figure that out myself, like, because every time somebody would come to me with the issue, I'd be like, okay, well, how can I fix this? How can I help you fix this? But then <laughs> talking to my counselor, she was like, you know, you have to pull back. You can't take on everybody's problems. So when mm-hmm. someone's coming to you, you need to ask, so are you telling me this to vent? Or are you asking me this for my opinion or my advice on this situation? Because if they don't want the advice, don't give yeah. it because then you're going to put more stress on the situation than yeah. it already is. So you have to kind of step back and mm-hmm. kind of, realize your place in the situation if you're that friend because like I said I've at one point didn't have or I know it's off topic but have a uh I didn't feel 100% with anybody to just come out and be that completely vulnerable to just let them know what was going on so I used to start I kind of was feeling depressed at one time so that's what made me seek counseling but like I said that comes from my past and my mom Mm-hmm. Give me an example of showing me like it's okay to go and talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. Really go and talk to somebody about your problems. If you can't talk to me, talk to her. So Yeah. yeah. Well um I mean it's just hopefully that will become something that's just more normal. It's like going to the dentist. Yeah. Or, you know, going to see your primary care physician. Go see your counselor, go find a therapist. Encourage and it's kids a lot to talk of, to the school counselors. 
a lot no, of different I... ways to do it too. They have like the online platforms mm-hmm. now, like the talk space and places like that. You can do it from your phone. You don't even have to go. Like they'll like FaceTime Facebook, you. Yeah. yeah, they'll FaceTime you, text you, different platforms that we can reach out for that assistance. And mm-hmm. you know, yeah, it's important. But that that's the biggest part though. It's actually reaching out and getting that help you need. Yeah, yeah, you know, and recognizing it like something. Right. And of course, you know that's a, to be honest with you, that is a skill that is so beneficial, and it comes from a good. If if your parents aren't teaching you this, it comes from a good counseling mm-hmm. session as well. Just being able to check in, they call it like biofeedback. Yeah, being able to check in with yourself. Sometimes that tenseness in your neck ain't because you slept mm-hmm. bad. You're really carrying tension in yeah. your neck and back. Right. You know, and just that's being that able monkey to check on your in. back, uh, <laughs> monkey on your shoulder. They be talking yeah. about. You yeah. know, and just being able to check in with yourself, like, okay, you know what? And I, I just have to tell my kids all the time, like, okay, look, today was not a great day. Give me some time because I don't want you to catch something that's mm-hmm. not meant for you. Yes. So, like, let, let me have a minute to myself and I'll talk to you when I'm ready. That's why you have to take them five mm-hmm. minutes in the car to kind of just woosah. And that's what I try Mine to do. Like, on the ride home, I found this <laughs> but, uh, I found this meditation on the ride home that I like to use sometimes to kind of just help me decompose from the day even though my job isn't as high strong and stressful now but still just to mm-hmm. leave work at work on the ride home when i have a stuck in traffic yeah i have a ride home meditation that i could listen to let that go and come home with a mm-hmm. try to be in a different headspace yeah because even still even, even speaking of that and um us thinking about adulting and dealing with everything that we deal with it's just as important for us to come home and speak to our kids about everything, everything they that they're going through. Because mm-hmm. believe it or not, oh, they, go yeah, they deal too. with just as much as school mm-hmm. uh, from dealing with peer bullies. pressures, bullies, sex, now, drugs, yes, alcohol. God. They yes, have ma'am. all that going on in school. Uh, sex at school. I know. So uh, we, we have to address that and talk to the, the, the kids about these issues as well and then that goes back to you know uh that actually brings in our next topic which was being to others what you needed Mm -hmm. and just thinking about like how you were saying you know making sure you talk to your kids now me personally you know i love my mother i love her to death i respect her to death but she and i don't have that kind of a talk relationship we never talk Hmm. like Hardly ever. She gave directives, mm-hmm. and it was up to me to follow them, being the oldest, but we didn't talk. There was no conversations about, you know, boys or my plans for my future. I had conversations like that with other people. Yeah. Oh, that's and that I thank me. God. I call this, you know, it's this one lady that I do, I refer to her as my spiritual mother. Mm. Because I feel like God really did, the only reason probably why I was even friends with her daughters was so that she would be a part of my life. It was stuff like that. And, you know, I think about her a lot because she actually passed a few years ago, but I think about her a lot whenever I'm, like, having questions and I'm like, you know, I can just hear her little voice telling me, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> this, that, or the other. And I'm just, I think to myself, like, I really just want to be to other people what she was to me. And I, you know, I feel like it's hit or miss can't be that to everybody and i did see examples of that when we were growing up you know she was good people 
But people would do what they could to try to tear her down because of her position in the community. Mm. But she was good people. Always been good to me. Took me in like one of her own. And I'm thinking like, you know, it's people like her are so important, especially for people like me. And there are a lot of people like me, people who are worse off than I was. They need people like that. And it's just like, you know, how if, if you're like checking in with yourself, you're assessing yourself. Are you able to be to other people what you needed? And it's not even just children, mm -hmm. you know, a friend in need, a, a relative. You know, just are you able to be yeah. what, you know, you needed at a time when you were going through things? I would say yes. And, and just kind of uh, piggybacking on what you said about your mom, I'll start there. Um, growing up, my mom was the same way. She worked a lot. You know, she was a nurse. She worked overnight. So she worked a lot. We were kind of on our own a lot. Mm -hmm. So um, she didn't talk. You know, I didn't know about you know, my cycle before it came. I didn't get to talk about boys and sex and things like that. And girl, not to cut you off, but it's so funny because you said you didn't know about your cycle. I don't know how old you were. I was nine. Oh, my. I was, I was fifth grade. I was fifth grade when mine came. I was going to the eighth. I was fifth grade. ready to go to the fifth grade. Jeez. Well, I was actually, I was still in the fourth grade. Yeah. But Bless your child. This, this fourth, I, I won't, it was New Year's Day, 1989. Oh. Remember, that <laughs> ain't any year. That's what I'm talking about. How can you not? I literally oh. woke up on New Year's Day at 19, no, not, not, not 89, 1990. Mommy, I'm bleeding. Go up and then get one of the pads. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So Do my nine-year-old self trying to see, like, is there some instructions on how to put this on what i do with it huh? yeah, I mean, just, just, <laughs> so i just stick it in my drawers <laughs> can someone advise me please <laughs> This was before we just slide in there yes yeah. i just put it in there okay See, now, i don't know nothing about changing it nothing See, oh, yeah wow. i mean yeah, yeah. That, like, that's kind of how it was we i mean it, you don't really talk but being with that being said I made my mama is my is one of my best friends right now. I you know yes. we are very very close. Talk to her every day. Have to see her you know at least every other day. But um, with that being said, it kind of taught me what not to do. You know, I I mean because now with my kids, I'm just I'm the opposite. Mm -hmm. I talk about everything. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm, absolutely everything. And not only them, their friends come to me and talk mm -hmm. about things. You know, so I feel like. I am what I need to be for others. Well, However, it, it, it seems like sometimes when you put certain stuff out, you don't really get it back. Yeah, you know, I agree with that. That is so, so true. Yes. Yeah. And this is more in my situations or relationships with adults. Yes. Right. I, don't, exactly. I guess yes. I don't expect anything back from children. Right. right. But when it comes down to relationships with adults, it's like sometimes I... I I say to myself, like, okay, God, I know, because this is some one of them things my spiritual mother used to always say, Arnetta, you are here to be a blessing to others. Yes. God blessed you, so you can mm -hmm. bless others. That's what my mother right. too. And I be thinking to myself, like, okay, I know whatever gifts you've given me, Lord, they're not supposed to be kept for myself, but these mm -hmm. people get on my nerves because they just be taking advantage, you know? Yes. Like, that's Take how you, you feel like you're just being taken advantage. Right. Whether it's me giving out something tangible or your time is my time mm -hmm. yeah you know it's so irritating but i just remember like you know what 
the Lord blessed you to be a blessing. I, I say that to myself like often. And I mean, people, they, I'm telling you, some folks that take you so so far for granted, they don't even see that you were a blessing to them. Yeah. Right. Until I you're mean, gone. It, it, yeah. Until yeah. you no longer are available. Until yeah. you can't call me anymore and just start venting. Right. I don't mind a vent session. You're just not going to call me every time you right. call me. And that's all you got. Don't be a yeah. dumper. Uh, a consistent <laughs> dumper. Yeah. Don't be. I just need to dump this out on you. My mom hang up, and I'm gonna be okay. And you are gonna be feeling all my mess. Don't so be a dumper though. all the time. I mean, I you do, have to I be just, a re- receiver of the dump. And it makes too. me think about what you were just saying about what is it about me that these people will only call me when they going through. Mm-hmm. You're not calling me. For and that says good. more about them. You're not calling me when. Um, you're not in need. Yeah. You don't call me and ask me how are my kids. Mm-hmm. Right. How have you been doing? Right. Nothing like that. Yeah. Girl, what you doing? I ain't talked to you in like six months. The fuck? Look, I already know what the hell. Well, hey. I got so much to fill you in on. I, you do not. I'll call you right back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, and see, I'm one of those people that kind of, I feel like, well, I don't know if that's a self-imposed type, but I feel like I'm a fixer. Like, yeah. like, I have to Oh, my God, me too. I love a project. Like <laughs> I love a project. They wait to you, though. Yeah, sure. I don't, yeah. Like, I end up with pieces yes. that I try to put together. Then it like, still don't be fixed. I ain't fixing nobody. Yeah. I'm a, I, I, I feel like I'm a fix. I'm a fix. You know, like too, I, 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 well, I'm not gonna say help you fix yourself. It's just like, look, I'm all for helping people meet their goals. Like, yeah. seriously, I'm all for it. But I do not want to be taken advantage of. I don't want to give you my resources, give you my, whether you want to call it knowledge, wisdom, on anything. Give you my uh, intellectual properties. Right. And then if I need Give you my secret sauce. And then if I need something back from you, though, you you ain't got nothing. Empty. Empty. Yeah. Yeah. And And that's when you not being what you need to be to somebody. Like... Just to fill in my portion of it. In a sense, I do feel that I am what was needed. Because like I said, with my kids, I to be honest, my mama did talk to me about certain things that my friends, parents, or y'all parents didn't talk to y'all about. Like, when it came to cycle, she bought me a whole book before I before I even knew what a cycle was. Like, you know, TMI, I used to be in the bathroom with her when she was down like, what? that and I never wanted it and she bought me a book was like oh you gonna have it so she prepped me so when it came time like I said I was in fifth grade at Isabel so I'm calling and I'm trying to whisper because in an office you know, got the two office workers they sitting there looking at you on the phone with your parents <laughs> so I'm like I need to call my mama okay so the lady looking so I'm trying to whisper like mama it's it's here <laughs> The, the I'm talking in cold words like mama is here. Mary has arrived. And she 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 had work at Blue Cross like what? I said it's time. Time for what? Mama it is here. <laughs> oh okay here I come here I come. She rushed to the school and I'm tying my jacket around because I, I didn't have pads but she mm-hmm. rushed to the school and from that day we started talking more about it. But I knew it was coming because I read the book. I knew it was going to have different colors. I knew different colors didn't mean anything oh, bad. I knew you may have a, a clot to come out. You know, you know, Mary came out of that generation when they knew more. I was yeah. just going right. to say, so, we had to do the generation. So because when mine started, my, I cramped for like two weeks before it started. Boy, yeah. And I didn't, I'm like, why is my stomach cramping? So I'm thinking it's the summer. You know, I done got a... You know, swim cramp. You know, while I'm drunk too, some hot water. You know, anything. Yeah. 
So it kept going on, kept going on. So I asked my mom, and that's when she told me. I'm like, why well, ain't been knowing about this? You know, I'm, I don't know nothing about this. And this yeah. next thing I know, a week before my birthday, bam. Yeah, this yeah. generation, boy, I tell you, y'all had all yeah. the information and knowledge right. at your fingertips. Yeah. Now, we had pamphlets, too. Um, but we had to live. But it was I had a whole was, book. We had a family like, yeah. about this thing. Exactly. It was this thing. I had a whole page. It was the tripod. <laughs> <laughs> the trifold pamphlet. Girl, honey, with the diagram in it, like a little black and white little drawing, look like some doodlings. Oh, no. Like, okay, so this is what you yeah. got. Yeah, I had I, a whole book. Look, I remember. Yes, we were in, Ned was in college when you were going through. Baby, when she said 1990, I was, I was born that year. Like, a few, a few days after your situation, I arrived. Oh, literally 15 days after I was. It was rough, honey. And I mean, I used to see the pads in the bathroom. I didn't know what she did with them things. I think I tried to clean the tub with them one time. I couldn't find the rag. <laughs> I got one oh of my. Pads oh my and put God. a little comment on it. You know, the comment. <laughs> I, I bet it was absorbing all that comment. It feels a good one anyway. No, see, she thinking liquid comment. No, nah, baby, it was powder comment. Oh. That stuff yeah. just clumps up. Oh, oh it's baby. scoured. Oh, oh gosh! Oh, Mary, you never use condoms. I got some she right now. Yeah, my mom got some. Comic. We got some. We buy some for mom. So I was just thinking, like, once you put the water in, the we tub buy barkeep and, and comet. Oh, now, okay. all right. But yeah, so then another thing with mine was trying to decide between a pad or a tampon. And tampon okay. one like they are now. They was the cardboard ones, yeah. and or the ones you just stick in with your finger. You know them OBs. They still sell them. Yeah, and I, 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 I quickly learned that a pad was my route. Yeah. <laughs> But, so I mean, you know, it's just like it, it just goes to show like when you look back on your life and you look at this generation now, it's like they need us more now than ever to yeah. be where we needed need when be. we were in their yes. you know, stages of life. That's right. I mean, ugh, just even thinking about like school education. Like I said, my mother didn't help me pick out colleges or apply for scholarships. She didn't hook me yeah. up with somebody to help me or nothing. I mean, it was just people in my life. Yeah. You need to do this and you need yeah. to have that. You got to take this ACT. What's the ACT? Here you are, you know, in high school, they never heard of ACT before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know. That's how it was. Thank God he placed people around me. Yeah, they started telling us about that in middle yeah, school. The only thing she said, either the, either military or you gonna go to school, but she never said, "Okay, I'm gonna help you with this. I'm gonna help you with that." So once I realized the military was not gonna be for me, I ended up at a, at a community college. And by the time I was 21, I had two, three credit cards. I when you cut going yeah. to school oh, before, before you even get your fast filled out, you got four tables lined up against the wall. Trying to get yeah. mine, and, and, and so I and I was not educated on on anything. And other yeah. other thing, and you graduate high school, either you are gonna go to the military, or you got to go some, you got to go somewhere. And then it's so sad, you know. I think about like you know there were people in my life that here it is, you got kids, and you ain't really helping your kids do the things that you didn't do, mm-hmm. and you got fully college educated 
other people that you know, mm-hmm. and you're not gonna reach out. I mean, it got to the point. I'm just like, look, let me get these kids. We finna go to to this college tour. We finna go do something. Yeah. Uh, look, y'all need to sign them up, to take the ACT. You know, stuff like this. Just talking to them about their future. These kids ain't even thought about their future. Some of them are getting ready to graduate. Wow. They ain't thought about the next step. And there's so much out here now. Yeah. It's so, too much. That's just you know, just stressing the importance of being, you know. Being what, what you need, yeah. To yeah, somebody being what else, you need it like that. Love being the change in the world that you want to see. <laughs> hey, another man. meme right yeah. there for you. <laughs> and um, you know, moving on into our last topic, uh, which was remaining optimistic without mm. expectation. And mm. Mary, I'll let you open up on that one. Mm. Okay, so. I'm always, or for the most part, very optimistic about stuff. But I also have expectations, of course. So my expectations are usually good. Like, you know, I'm trying to give an example that's... (sighs) Okay, so I can't think of an example off top on the spot. But it's just being... Okay, so that's how I say you shouldn't put expectations on people because... Of course, they may not live up to your expectations. So I don't know how to not have expectations and without feeling pessimistic. Like if I don't put hope into something, I feel I'm not putting enough into it. Like I don't know. And that's why I said earlier about shooting a shot. I don't know where to cut it off. Like if I put hope into something, just say, for instance, uh, I'm just going to say a friendship. I meet somebody. We real cool. We vibing. And I'm like, oh, this could be like a good friendship. Maybe we can do this, this, and this. And I'm like planning stuff maybe. Okay, and I go to that person and I'm like, hey, why don't we do this, this, and this? And they not, we're not. Not gelling like yeah. yeah. So it's like, damn, I thought this was going to be good. And now it's like, damn, it's not. I don't know what to do. Well, you know, that's crazy. I, well, I've been in that situation many times, honestly. And keep your expectations. I mean, mm. yeah, it's disappointing when it don't come through like that. But then it's like your expectations. I don't know. Like, who does anything without any expectation? You know what I'm saying? You lay it's down in the bed at night with the expectations you're going to wake up in the morning. Because if you knew you weren't going to wake up in the morning, what's the chance you're going to sleep? Whole, yeah. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like we, expectations make, like, I don't care what nobody says talking about, you know, live life without expectations. No, I'm right. expecting things. And see, that's what I see so much. Oh, of course, social media, and that's why I try to take frequent frequent breaks. But all on social media is don't give anything about the expectations or don't put any expectations on this. or don't. I'm like, well, shit. Well, I mean, you can have realistic expectations right. of things, though. Yeah. Just like, 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 for example, uh, I had to learn when you go into jobs, for example. Yeah, they sitting here, they selling you the party line. I expect yeah. to come to sucker and get paid. Right. Yeah. I expect to come up in here and hopefully have a respectful work environment. Mm-hmm. But all this other, we're a family here. Bitch, you lying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> ain't, ain't, no, no. ain't no family. Ain't no family, bitch. Uh-huh. I know it ain't no family. So I'm not going to believe that part. You know, mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily being pessimistic. It's just that I don't want to go up in here thinking, you know, I can't walk around thinking everybody's my friend and my family. Exactly. You right. know, that's, enough, that's a good example. I want to get paid and I want to be working in a respectful environment. Those yeah. are realistic expectations. Right. Now, if it does turn out that I make some good friendships here and they really are like family, they threw me a baby shower and they were at my mm-hmm. wedding, 
That's a deer that's, yeah. that's a That's lamb yap. Mm-hmm. That's that extra on top. But have your expectations. Yeah, just, just make sure they're realistic. Yeah. You know, because I've even been in that situation with the friend thing and you thinking like, you know, y'all kind of like here. And mm-hmm. then it was just like, you know, okay, so reality hits when situations show you like, well, this is what you're dealing with. Right. So how do you proceed from here? It's- Are you willing to accept this person giving you this? Mm-hmm. Or is it like you didn't meet my expectations, so I'm out? And this is kind of like what I'm going to say now, kind of go into a probably a later topic, but going back to the friendship expectations, say like, I try to be like, I y'all don't hella know. I'm, I, I don't talk to my friends every day, all day. I text y'all the most out of all my friends and y'all know I go ghost on y'all too. So oh, just imagine do. what I do to the other folks. Oh, so, well, I text, but anyways, so, so being it with this friend, I try to, even though I don't talk to my friends every day, I try to be there whenever they need me. So my expectation is they'll be there if I need them. A situation came about, I was there for a friend. We actually went over and above and beyond what I felt I needed to do. Kind of situation, similar situation, not even the exact situation like what they asked me to do came about and I reached out for help. And, oh, well, I can't do this. You know, I got to do this. I got to do that. I'm like, damn, I'm just fucked up because I thought you might be here for me. But, okay. You know, it's like, dang, I thought we was on that wave. I thought we was going to have each other back. But then it's like, I got your back more than you got my back. So. And then sometimes, like, you can look and like, okay, well, what are the good qualities about the person? Like, do they have your back in ways that maybe you don't have theirs? You know, mm-hmm. like. Like, because I've had to grow to learn that, too. Sometimes the friendships are, you have to look at what that person is good with. Does that add something to your life? Mm-hmm. And accepting that that's what that person is going to give you. This might not, just because you're going to be there for that person, this might not be the same person that's going to, in turn, be there for you. Because they may not even have the capability. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, but that's I realize now I can't really come to you when I need right. So that, that is a lesson I learned from that situation. Like, yeah. Yeah, so I can't go back to you for that. I'm just not even going. Now, if you got some, you know, because I definitely have had my issues where I have people that you're really not good for nothing. Like, mm-hmm. I don't ask people for money. Yeah. But at the same time, it's not just the money thing. It's like, okay, I could have a friend that would be like, you know, constantly needing, you know, advisement or, you know, I I, I just want to be able to, you know, have somebody to talk to so I can get this on my chest and this, this, that, and the other. No, okay. dump a friends. All right. That's cool. All right. Yeah. Talk about it. Okay. So now I need you. Oh, man. I, I got this going on. I got that going on. Man, I really just don't know when we're going to be able to link up. All right. And it's like when I really think about it, you don't bring anything good to my life. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like the sun, you act like the sun don't even shine where you be at. Mm. Like, you come with a cloud of gloom and you don't bring anything good to my life. But then I've had people that have not, I know couldn't help me financially if I needed it, but I would turn around and help them because they're good in other ways. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so this is something I can help you with. I'll help you. Mm. But, you know. I, I like them for the other stuff. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, you know, you kind of got to assess your friendships like that. At least that's how I feel. Well, I, I mean, all friendships are not created equal. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, that's what I learned. I learned that each friend has, I don't want, well, I guess I can say a specific role mm-hmm. in your life. You know, they add value in, in this ways. way, yeah. but may not add value in that way. 
So once you assess your friendships, just like you would in a relationship, then you'll know this is what it is. Mm-hmm. And I can't, if it ain't this, I can't really ask you for that. Or I can't expect that from you. Yeah. You know, so that this, yeah. It's a hard lesson, but, you know, once you get to that point where you kind of say, okay, well, Ned is for this, Shannon is for this, Mary is for this. Mm-hmm. But collectively, we are this. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Everybody has a role. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But definitely, you should have expectations. I mean, yeah. Well, somebody ought to stop making old memes. Cause... <laughs> yeah, they, you know, some people... They be some, confusing some me. They confuse they confusing themselves. Thank you. They confuse they they confusing themselves. They confuse themselves. There are like... some hard-ass people. I know. I used to be one of them. There's some hard-ass people out in the world. Like, no feelings about nothing. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And, and, I mean, it's just like, but, man, you know, that's not a way to live. Yeah. It really is, and God gave me feelings, and it's not good. When you deny yourself the way you feel, you're denying a part of yourself, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm like, I'm a whole person. I'm allowed to get upset. I'm allowed to be frustrated. I'm allowed to be angry. I'm allowed to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. I expected more from you, but this is what this, this is what, what it you, is. This is what it is, so. Yeah. Do I think you're a value to still remain in my life? Sure. So I'll keep you. Mm-hmm. Now, when you no longer bring any value, you don't add any beauty to my life, well, I'm going to try my best to shake you loose. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I know I'm solid everywhere I go. Yeah. There's a motherfucker out there that don't like me. They don't like their damn self. Hey, See, man. that's how I feel. I like that. Like, oh, I'm yeah. real. Yeah. I mean, that's real talking. If you got a yeah. problem with me, it's because you got a problem with yourself. Exactly. Like, because I, I, I come like, I, I know how I come, so I don't care. I know how I come. Yeah. I, I never come, I come to do no harm to nobody, and I've been willing to help people that I know don't even like me. Yeah, but me still too. willing to help you. Yeah. If I send my old boss a whole job position, <laughs> baby, she and I know we ain't fool each other. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. No, some people are like, oh, I'll do this because God gonna bless. I don't even uh-uh. do it necessarily because God gonna bless. He right. already bless me. Exactly. Right. Hello, somebody. It was people that I didn't like at times, and they still ended up hooking me up. And I'm like, why she do that? Mm-hmm. You know. So I'd have been in that position. It's yeah. Like, I don't know why she did that, but I'm gonna go ahead and ride with this. Right. Thank <laughs> you, though. Mm-hmm. I know, right? Yeah. 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 So, uh, anybody want to add anything else? Our events going on around town. Um, my SpongeBob voice. Several events going on, yeah. um, but just two that I kind of like. Uh, picked up on going around Jackson that's kind of like um, you have a significant other for Thursday 214 which is love day Valentine's oh, Day y'all feel so what's 214 baby you know I, I ain't got nappers you ain't got Thursday Valentine's Day they have a love wins a romantic dinner from 6.30 to 10 at one university place Bobby Rush will be a guest Um, Bobby Rush yeah he'll be a guest and uh, on Saturday 2.16 for you you and your kids it'll be me and my mom prom from 5 to 10 at the East Center um, tickets for both are available on Eventbrite if you're interested. Okay. All right, cool, cool. Sounds good. All right. Well, I think this concludes our ladies' night. Again, thank you all for joining us, and have a good night. Peace. Peace. <laughs>